Stay tuned, stay tuned, stay tuned. I am here with the coach, John Brent. And I'm here with the vet, Mr. Ian Griffin. We are at the jump talk. The jump talk. I forget the word every time. Yes. We are forward launch. Bachman Homestead is what we call it, but we're going to call it the jump talk. The jump talk. We are okay. in the Ford element right now, out <laughs> in the woods, limited internet. We're trying to get the troops all rally around the wagon to this advanced location so we can go kick the enemy's butt. Who's the enemy? Well, legislators. Lots of that <laughs> crap. Now, I'm not saying I'm doing something bad because I wouldn't. I'm just saying legislators ain't always got our best intentions in mind. Right. It's just a play on words like when you're in the game, a football game, they say we're going into battle. Yeah, yeah. Not really a battle. You've yeah. been in battle. Those guys aren't really battling. Yeah, exactly. So, Coach, today we got to talk about something that all of a sudden, just this last few weeks around Christmas time, uh, you know, a few days ago, has has infuriated the the party that is running the country right now that we forgot about it but now is voter suppression is a major issue yeah. i wonder why that is well they keep losing yes they keep losing every step they take with you know afghanistan the bill back better the covid's worse than it was so now let's go to something else see if we can win that yeah so i, I i'm just going to call it what it is first of all coach is is oh shit our stuff didn't work out with the bill back better plan so what can i keep my party interested in me so I don't like the total loser that I am all the way up to the election so maybe I can get one or two of those 40 slots I'm going to lose back in there. Oh, voter suppression because that always riles my base oh, for sure. Voter suppression. You know, so we're still out there but let's just be frank about it. What is the voter suppression? What are they wanting to do? You know, that's the one thing we probably need to ask. And then second, what is the intent and I'm going to say it's all smoke and mirrors, and it's all about getting people to stay in the party to the election in November, and it's nothing else. It has nothing to do with your voting rights and no. all this other stuff. So the big, bad boogeyman on the right yeah, that's that, always wanting to take away your voting rights, take away, you know, no talk about systematic racism and all these things, and yeah. then here we go again. Let's sprinkle all those Sprinkle in, because it's election year coming up. Yeah. So here we start talking about that again. But you and I both know it, it'll be a cold day in hell when they get 60 senators to agree to their new law that they want to push through. It'll be cold day in hell when they get 51. Yes, because so. they can't even convince their own party. No. And so we got to make up like we are oppressed and we have suppression laws. And, and I, I'm trying to think of all the words that uh, Joe Biden had used previously about this when he was stirred up for a week or two and then, then he had to get back to something else. Yeah, and some of the people I've been listening to vet on the, on, uh, the Sirius Radio, there's one guy that I, I, I commented about, his name's Joe Madison. He's been on a hunger strike over 30 days. <laughs> he's not going to eat solid food until the voting right passes. I think he's going to end up shriveling up and dying because it's not going to yeah. pass. But one of the things you keep hearing about from these people is how I feel like I'm living in 1965 in their brains. Yeah. And in reality, we're living in 2021, 22 now, and they don't want to talk about the progress that we made, and they want to make it sound like there's this big, big bad boogeyman on the right that they don't want to, to deal with. Yeah, so what it amounts to, let's clear the boo Shasta Manelli out of the way. What it amounts to is when a state who buy our Constitution and the amendments, they are the ones who are in charge of the voting and how it is done within their state, not the federal government. Name me one program, Coach, first of all. Name me one program that the federal government 
has successfully ran smoothly. We'll be here for the whole 20 minutes. Yeah, it, it, there, there's not one I can name. I mean, I've been in the Army 31 years, and we have our hiccups, and we have our bureaucracy and all this other stuff. I deal with the VA, and I know how long it takes me to get an appointment. Now, once I get the appointment, I'm taken care of. But it takes a long time. because it, It's just the way it is. It's cumbersome. It, it, it is. Let's go the long way around the barn. And the only way I can explain it, if you live in Dallas and you need to go to Fort Worth, we're going to go by the way of Europe and then China, and then back around. And then once we get to the outskirts of Fort Worth, we're going to go back all the way back the way we came to get back to Fort Worth, which would have been the easiest way just to drive you know, across town. I mean, and, and this brings back another thing about just voting itself is you know, what's very important, yes, is the presidential yeah. election. And it is important to have your senator that goes and your House representative that goes to Washington. But what I believe is more important is your state legislators and your that work here in Texas for us, and also our local elections. And that's what it's supposed to be. Every state's supposed to be different. Every state's yes. supposed to take care of themselves. That's what federalism is. And unless you understand that that's what the, the founders wanted and what has worked for 240 years until these jackasses tried to start changing everything about federal, 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 uh, then you're going to end up having one big country that's run like Russia. Yes. Yeah, so let's talk about that state governments, matter of fact. Just this last year, we had about, I think it's 52 Texas Democrats did not like the voting law that was coming about. And I call that the COVID caravan. The, the yeah, DC. the COVID caravan. It went and got, gave everybody COVID <laughs> in Washington. And, and, and from Washington's point of view, anytime that there's a state government that's Republican that passes a, ball, passes a, a law or bill regards to voting, it has to be racist, it has to be voter suppression, mm-hmm. da, 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 da. So when you peel back, which we did in a podcast last year, we peeled back the onion on the voter suppression in the state of Texas and what the new law would bring and what it doesn't. It actually extended more it, voting It extended rights. everything except for one thing. During COVID, during the presidential election of 2020, what happened was there was extended hours in the, in the county uh, that Houston belongs to. Harris County. Harris County. Mm-hmm. And it put them back to where it originally was. So there were some emergency procedures done to take care of the people in Harris County during emergency time frames, and it put them back. To register in the state of Texas to vote, I have two boys that live in Austin. Guess how long it takes, Coach, to register in the state of Texas to vote? Mm. Online, less than two minutes. Yeah, but you're not Online. talking about the poor people that are normally people of color that can't get Internet access or can't get, you know, wait a minute, they have driver's license, they have Social Security cards, they get... Okay, never mind. So, so, so who, who doesn't have internet access? Okay, so we'll throw that. And we talked about this before. That's that great-grandma that we got, you know. And so if I got a great-grandma, the first thing I'm going to ask, is she alive? No, she's not, so she can't vote. Okay, if your grandma's alive and she goes to church, trust me, she knows how to take the Bible to church and she knows how to take the water and she knows how to take the song list. And if you're Every great- Sunday to church, she can figure out how to talk to one of her nephews, nieces, or children or a person from church to say, can you take me here so I can use the internet for two minutes and I'll be done. Well, so let's so ask, it's not tying nobody down. No. Well, let's ask an obvious question. If you got a 75-year-old grandmother yeah. and doesn't have a voter registration, what has she been doing for the last 55 years? I don't know. If she hasn't voted for 55 years. When it was harder. Right. Then what is the problem? Maybe this person know. doesn't want to vote. Maybe they, they never wanted to vote. I don't know. That's their choice. But... We've asked the question, and you remember when Georgia happened and when Texas law happened, the Democrats threw a fit, and what did, what did President Biden say? That these are worse 
than the, these are worse than Jim Crow laws, undermining everything that was bad about Jim Crow. These are worse than slavery times. These are worse things than slavery. Like, are you kidding me? I don't see nobody out getting out in the street and getting killed by what the color of their skin is. See, I've lived 51 years, and I have never seen a white hood. I've never seen anybody hanging from a tree, white, black, red, yeah. or yellow, or green. I've never even seen a race riot. I haven't even seen a race fight that based just on race. I don't know racist uh, white supremacist people that are walking down the streets holding Confederate flags. I've never seen one. Well, Where I, are I, these people at? I, I will say when I was five or six, I did see we drove through a town, and when we drove through a town, there was a KKK rally. And we was in an old, like, 65 pickup truck. One time in 53 years? 52. 52, sorry. And, and my mom goes, James, James, James. She's locking the door. My dad's like, we're getting out of here. You know, and, and it is what it is. And we didn't want to know part of that. That's the only time I've ever seen anybody with a white hood. Well, the voter suppression, you're talking about words that we yeah. were talking about. Voter suppression, white supremacy, racism, and phobic. Yeah. are the four democratic playbook words to make people think that they are for the people and everyone else that questions and goes, wait a minute, I don't see these things. Well, you are those words. Yeah. And so what we've got in, in the 21st century now is we have this playbook that they have and the Republicans have a playbook too. Yeah, yeah but it's do. not about things that are divisive to a point of racist. What is a more divisive thing than race, racism? There's not I, one. I, I don't know. Oh, and let me add one more to it. We don't have racism, white supremacy, and those things, but you also have systematic and institutional. Institutional. Yes, we had that 50, 70, 80 years ago, but where is it now? So right now, let's just cut all that BS aside and let's say what it is. It's a scare tactic. Yes. It is a scare tactic. Because, and and why are we going to the scare tactic? Because we didn't get our Build Back Better plan. After we used bully techniques with Christian Cinema and Joe Manchin, they didn't prevail because we did things that a high school principal would have expelled a kid from school for mm-hmm. with the tactics that were used. And if they were in a business position, they would have been fired for toxic leadership on the tactics they used with Joe Manchin and Christian Cinema. And then we have, because of the Build Back Better, we can't pass this because the Republicans will not see the light of day. No, the Republicans don't like it. But let's talk about this voter suppression for one second. Because the voter suppression would like for yours, yours and mine, taxpayer dollars for any incumbent, for every dollar they raise, that the federal government will pay six more. This is in the voter suppression Yeah, I guess guess if we pay for people to be politicians, then we're no longer suppressing them. But maybe the reason why nobody jumped on board for it for the last two times is because it's asinine and it, people who are your elected officials really don't want to steal money from your pockets. How would you like, John Brent, for what was the guy's name down in Louisiana? Not David Louisiana. Duke. Oh, yeah, David Duke. David Duke, a Klansman back in the day who was elected official in Louisiana. So what if he gets six to one money? So he gets your money. He gets my money. He is bona fide racist. Yeah. I mean, so. But the law would say he would get it. He based would get on it. New suppression. Yeah. How yeah. would you like that? That your money goes to somebody like that right there. Well, somebody that you don't agree with, or you don't agree with their ways. But your taxpayer dollars for every campaign dollar they run. So so they pull up five million dollars. You just pay what's five times six? 
30 million. million. We just paid $30 million in taxpayer dollars for that one individual because all because they're an incumbent. And the, the premise is, is we will stop dark money, but also the underlying premise is if you're in our party and you get in, then you know, you will never get beat because the taxpayers will pay your campaign. It's crazy. You don't have to go out and campaign. You don't have to go out and do things because what, when you get elected office, normally you get elected the first time because there yep. needs to be some kind of change that the the community believes that's yep. voting for you, that we're tired of this way, we want a new way. Well, once you become the new way, if you're doing a good job, you're going to be reelected. Yeah. If it's just about the money, then that's not what the job's about. Second yep. thing is now the new playbook is with the, the with the Democratic Party that you've, you've seen lately is that if you bring people and, and the talk, about you know mansion well only one person is the new president so just recently kamala harris which never does an interview went on charmaine the god radio i don't yep. know if you've heard about this but he asked a question who's really running the country is it joe biden or joe manchin and she says well you know it's joe biden and he goes no i think it's joe manchin what they forget is there are 50 people on the on one side of the country which is half the country that says we don't want this bullshit yeah and joe manchin just happens to Join them. So that's not one guy. That's 51 yeah. women and men. That's the majority. That's the majority then. But they want to make it sound like there's one guy in West Virginia and 1.9 million people that's making these decisions and holding up their party. No, it's the majority of the senators that represent the by they represent the majority of the nation right. once it's 51. Hate that, don't they? Yeah, it's not one, but it's one because we can bully one, hopefully. Yeah. That's the whole intent. Is we can bully them, you know. Bullies show up at their house. I heard recently again talking about showing up at Joe Manchin's house, showing up at what's your name, Christian Cinema, in the bathroom, and yeah, and just showing up and harassing, harass. That's yeah. the new thing. Yeah, that's considered harassment. Imagine if somebody did that to AOC or Tlaib, it would be considered racist immediately. Uh, immediately, hands down, without or a doubt. Or going against another person yeah. of color. Yeah, that's a new word, person of color. Yeah, yeah. I, I heard that last last. Am summer. I a person of color? Then? Because I'm not all white. Well, you're darker than I am. I I, I'm, I'm albino white. I mean, and so I got my own special color. So. We need to have a whole podcast on who determines what box you go in. I don't know. Because now we're so diverse over the last 250, 400 years here in America that, you know, we have a quarterback for, that's, re, that's around here that has a black father and a white mother. Mm-hmm. But generations of white people on one side generation back to why is that person considered to be an African-American? Yeah, we didn't well, have that conversation. Well, you know, I got that in my family, and I got my son. He, exactly. He's like, yeah, he, he tells the mom, he goes, well, am I black or am I white? You know, some part of me is this, some part of me is this. It's, it's, so society is going to make think, him feel guilty if he doesn't choose yeah. the right way. Yeah, anyway. at, at the end of the day, he's just a young man. That's, that's, he's an American uh, He's just a man, you know. So anyway. All these hyphenated things. So what I will say is buyer beware on this voter suppression because as anything that comes out of east of the Potomac River, everything is smoke and mirrors. And all this is, Coach, is one thing. Let me string my dedicated party along so they will at least come and vote in November and I don't lose all 40 seats. I only lose 38. And I can feel a little better about myself. That's all this is. It is nothing else. They don't give a rat's but about anybody's no. voting rights. And that's proven because they're like, if you go with our party and you get in, we'll get you six to one. I mean, that was well, the whole intent behind it. You know, the whole, the whole thing that I see is I listen, you know this, I listen to multiple different 
radio stations from liberal to way liberal, progressive to 127, if you really want to go, wow, to all, all to 125 on Sirius Radio, which is Fox News, and Sean Hannity shows on there, and I listen to that sometimes. But one of the things that I haven't heard in the last six months, we're talking about this voter suppression, which has gotten more in the last few weeks, I've not heard of any specifics There's no that case. are considered to yeah. be a voter suppression issue. Yeah. You just hear the words voter suppression or voter rights. Uh, but you don't hear what they specifically are. And speaking of that, and as as I will say this, the Supreme Court right now, I think we're in a time that things have been more open to get there than any other time in our history. It is crazy how they take any case. I mean, they, they, they've <laughs> taken where we've not taken in many years, the yes. abortion rights law, they, they took it like that. You know what I'm saying? So uh, whether what outcome comes out of it, I don't know. But at the end of the day, if there was a voter suppression issue, it would be in the Supreme Court's hands. I have no doubt in my mind. There will be a good enough lawyer to do that. I, I know the Democratic Party is quite capable of paying good lawyers. They kept Hillary out of jail for years. Let's no, face the facts. And let's I mean, be honest, and I'll be, I'll be on the same bandwagon with you on this. The ACLU is one group yep. that sues anybody and everyone. They believe that there's some kind of issue in state levels also. Yep. And there's 50 states, people, and we've got 50 different uh, voting rights and, and laws in every state. That's the way we're set up. Yep. They, haven't, they, ain't, they aren't suing anybody. Yeah, no, not at all. We haven't seen one land at the, at the, at the Big Nine with the Supreme Court. So there may be. If there is, put it on smoke here. Smoke and mirrors. Yeah, smoke, smoke and mirrors. and mirrors. But I'll just say this is the way we vote in Texas should not be the way somebody votes in New Hampshire. Now, yeah. that, that is true. And a lot of people today, especially newer generations, yeah. don't understand that. They believe, well, why isn't it just all the same where it's equality and equal across yeah. the board? Well, number one, that's not the way the country was set up. No. Okay. And it's worked for so long because people in Texas think differently than people in New York City. Yep. People in California should not have to do what people in Georgia want to do and vice versa. Right. Because people in California are more liberal. They vote for their liberal people, and that's who they want. That's who they get. In Georgia, they're not as liberal. So, yep. I mean, if you want to say everyone has to be the same standard, what's the standard then? Yeah. And so, like, with New Hampshire... There's counties there that people come in and personally vote right in front of them. I mean, they, they walk in. It's a tradition for them. That's how they vote. You know. We're going to change that now? Yeah, we're going to take their traditions away because I'm in California or I'm in east of Potomac, and I don't like how they do it. I don't represent their state, and yeah. I don't really don't give a dang about their state, but I represent my state, and I want to impose my views on your state. Well, last That's thing exactly we have to say on this, we're getting close in time, the role model comment. But Kamala Harris. Oh, so God. Yeah, let's talk that. She talk actually that. said in an interview that we have been a role model, talking about the United States and the world. You can see this and aspire to this and reject atrocities around the world. Then she said on a pre-recorded interview, right now we are about to take ourselves off the map as a role model if we let people destroy one of the most important pillars of a democracy, which is free and fair elections. So, again. So, she's saying the elections are not fair. If she's saying they're not free and not fair, then she's got to go over there and, and to those capital stormers and all those crazy lunatics yeah, yeah. and join them because yeah. that's what they said. Yeah, because right now it is fair. And, and, not and all laws have been passed that have been fair. That we had five years ago, we had Hillary Clinton saying the, 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 the elections weren't free and fair. Nobody tripped out on her. Then we had Trump saying the elections weren't free and fair, and they call him 
every word there is. Yeah. And now she's saying it as a vice president. So if that's what she's saying, if we don't pass this, that means our elections are not free and fair. Yes. And so one thing I will say regarding does this. Does she ever think when she speaks? I, I don't think she does. And whoever her, her advisor is needs to go and she needs to get a new one. But if you look at this, is we, we've, we will have tarnished our, our, our reputation as free and fair. I don't agree with that because if we really was concerned about us tarnishing it, we wouldn't have said words like this here back when it was the Al Gore, President Bush election. He's not my president. We wouldn't have said that. That's where it started. And then when Hillary lost, we wouldn't spend four and a half years chasing a Russia collusion thing because the girl couldn't get over her sob story and go in the corner and cry like she's supposed to. She couldn't get over it. She had to blame everybody. And she had to throw this out to go distract America. You know, we would have not done those things because that there was sabotage to a presidency, to be honest. And, and I think the, the Democrats are correct. A lot of times they, they understand that most of America is not smart enough or ignorant to see the real deal, Holyfield. Yep. And the Russian collusion That's wasn't why you have about... a Democrat party. Right. The Russian collusion wasn't about Trump colluding with Russia for some craziness or some war yep. or some territory. It's if they could prove that, then that means Hillary Clinton was actually the president. Yeah, they didn't care if it was right or wrong. They just needed... Enough America to believe it, and the Democratic Party did. We're that stupid. Yes. Well, there's a lot of people that are because they don't think of that way. They yeah. don't think that, well, if one person acts one way and the other acts the same way, hypocrisy runs both ways. No, 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 it's not the same. Yeah. Now, don't, don't misunderstand me. I got my blows to throw at the Republican Party, too. It's just not in the voter election part. you know. So Because it, it's smoke and mirrors. It is. It is very much smoke and mirrors. So with that here is... People need to get out and go voice their opinion on this and let them know what you think about it because uh, we don't need this to be dragging all the way to November just because we want to make sure we get our party at the voter booth because they ain't going to get their butts out there to support your normal causes. And, and last thing I'll say, if the people in Texas, because we live in Texas, don't like the voter laws, don't like the abortion law, don't like gun rights, whatever the law it is, go out and elect new officials that want to change it. But right yeah. now, you keep a, every state, the people that they elect is who they want to help them run it. There's always going to be a majority and a minority. And if the minority doesn't like it, get more people to vote. And if you get more people to vote, and this, I've never seen anybody taken out of a voter's line and says, no. oh, you can't vote because of color or because of you got water in your hand because of anything. I've never seen it. No. You hear about it. You hear about that one guy up somewhere in one county over here. I heard it from a friend who heard it from a friend who heard it from a friend who, ha- who has a girlfriend in Canada just on vacation, but he never went on vacation yeah. that he never met. You know, I never had a girlfriend before. Yeah, I called them friend girls, but that's a whole other story in a whole different way. So from the coach to the vet, stay tuned, stay tuned, stay tuned. Uh.